everybody. This is Bob Barker with the AGC of Wisconsin, and I want to welcome you to the Forward Construction Podcast. Today we're talking with Larry Kinsman of Orin Technologies out of Verona, Wisconsin, where Larry is the president and owner. So the purpose of today's podcast is to provide members with strategies to disinfect their job sites as we deal with this coronavirus uh, epidemic and pandemic, I should say, right? And um, so, Larry, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about your company? All right. Well, hey, thanks. I, I appreciate you bringing me on to this. It's uh, pretty nice to you guys. Well, uh, we are, uh, the company name again is Orin Technologies. I mean, we're contractors, so we kind of really understand some of the needs that uh, your members are dealing with. Uh, you know, we have crews that are going out in the field uh, around the state to different parts of the country. And you're dealing with a variety of other contractors that are coming into those situations. We actually uh, focus on a lot of environmental cleanup, uh, but we have an oil and gas division, wastewater division. And so we use a variety of these different chemistries. Um, and we're located here in uh, Verona, Wisconsin. We have a, an office, a couple offices throughout the country. Um, but that's kind of what we focus on doing. Um, we've got involved with uh, working with some of this chlorine dioxide, which has been working nicely. We are actually using it for other reasons as far as uh, in some of the animal market, as well as uh, some other uh, things in oil and gas. And now we've been developing it and working with it here in the uh, the market for dealing with this coronavirus because it kills that and, uh, along with a lot of other emerging viruses. So Larry, what, what's exactly the chemistry involved with this chlorine di- dioxide? Well, the chlorine dioxide, I mean, it's a, it, there's a, a variety of different chemistries that are out there, but I mean, chlorine dioxide itself, it's, it's, what it does is actually produces, it's two different chemistries that are put together. You get it like kind of a, a sodium chloride and you have an acid, which is an activator. So you have your, your two chemistries, you put these together. And what you're doing with that, you actually produce actually chlorine dioxide, which is the gas that comes out because it's the gas that actually does all the work and destroys everything. And so there's two different types of it. There's a, um, a pure form and uh, what we call a dirty form or impure form. Um, but it, the chemistry has been around for a long time. Um, you know, it's used in a variety of different places, uh, everything from food disinfection um, to again, hospital to the animal markets. Okay, so... Um, hearing your information I'm looking at here, it, it says it's 200 times more powerful than bleach, peroxide, or ammonia, and and yet it won't damage materials or, or burn your skin? Yeah, well, you see, that's where it's it's kind of different. So it, what I talked about earlier about having a pure form and impure form of the chlorine dioxide is that uh, with ours, you're dealing with something where we actually have a membrane that stops it, that stops all the bad things from getting out. So a little you have, it looks like a hand warmer. Have this hand warmer, you uh, will have either a single individual one or you'll have some that are actually sewn together depending on the volume of chlorine dioxide that you want to produce as far as gallons. Um, and all the ingredients are actually already in here. So you're not mixing dry chemicals. So it makes it very simplistic for someone to use in the field. Where on the other hand, where you have something that's a what you call an impure, you have to actually have to mix the chemicals together. And you can actually, some of the stuff can actually be very dangerous to work with in this impure form. Um, one from general exposure, and then also it's it, it's more of a hazardous material to deal with because it's being dealt with in, in these bulk components as separate reagents, where ours are in separate sachets or pockets or, like I said, these hand warmers that allow it to be dealt in a different way. Um, and the other nice thing with it, with this membrane, it stops all the chlorides and chlorides from getting out. And that's the part of bleach that just 
ruins everything. You probably seen it where it leaves a, you wash something off with bleach, it leaves a residual behind. That's the same thing that happens with a, a dirty form of chlorine dioxide. Um, and you also have it where with bleach, we are, compared to that, we can actually produce a 99.9% pure chlorine dioxide. So what it needs to do at 1,000 ppm, we can do at 10 ppm. So it makes a, a variety of difference in how you go about it. And at 100 ppm, you actually create a hospital-grade disinfectant. And it's at that level, it's very safe to use. Uh, we have people that are spraying it under under clothes. You don't bleach anything out. Um, you know, we, we you can uh, I literally have other groups that are using it for the sport market where they spray their kids' hockey gear, all that kind of stuff. And they've there's no issues with that. You can actually put it on right away because there's no nanoparticle silver or copper or any of these other antibacterial things you see, no um, quaternary ammonias. So it's just so much easier and safer to use and because it's the gases coming off these things that make it safe to use. So obviously they didn't use this stuff at our in our high school locker rooms, right, for football and basketball and stuff? So. <laughs> yes. I mean, that actually was one of the things that we, we've had a lot of people do that because they, they – trust Badly me, needed. I have hockey – players and they smell <laughs> <laughs> yeah so and, uh, uh, yeah i literally have, uh, yep so it works very well so um the data suggests that this kills almost 100 percent of the coronavirus um and other bacterial uh, viruses and spore formers is that right yep yep yeah, yeah it kills a lot of different things that's what's uh, nice about it. it's uh it's very universal on what it goes after Okay. And again, with the coronavirus, this is something where you see a lot of people who are seeing the opportunity to make money and they just jump on board. We've been certified to kill coronavirus for six years. Okay. Um, you know, and it's that whole family of viruses, you know, we can go after a lot of those. We're actually even getting certified to kill CDF, which is uh, will be the only version of chlorine dioxide on the market to be able to do that. We're already certified to kill Ebola using this exact same chemistry. Okay. Uh, so it's it's been very well tested. We're actually in talks of, with you know high levels of HHS, which is Health and Human Services, um, CDC, on u- utilizing this chemistry for some of the emergency emergency response, simply because it's easy to use. Right, it's EPA registered and tested, right? Yep, it's EPA registered, and it's also EPA registered for emerging viruses. So okay. that's where it differs from a lot of a lot of components. Okay, so um, the nuts and bolts here. So I'm a contractor. I've got job sites. I've got toolboxes. I've got porta potties, um, other services, surfaces that I need to keep clean. So um, kind of run me through how you know the average contractor on an average job site would would use something like this. Well, for what like uh, I, this is a great example because. I just had a crew leave for a job site uh, this weekend, and we're our particular sites. We're able to keep it below ten people on the sites we're going to be on, but you're going to have situations where you don't do that, so you've got to do all your social distancing. But we have a thirty-gallon drum here, which we made a, a, a pre-made hundred ppm solution, and they literally filled up a backpack sprayer, a two and a half gallon backpack sprayer with that solution, in a, a container that's uh, UV protected, so it's you know, you can't see through it, so UV is not getting into it. You want to do that just so you don't degrade the, the reagent because uh, it is still technically considered an oxidizer, and that's what happens. You'll have that happen with, with any kind of reagent like that. That's why you see bleach and peroxide come in dark bottles or non-transparent bottles, so you just don't want to be translucent. 
Um, they took that with them and at, at our job sites. It's like they, you know, they're going to the job site. They they stop anywhere, and, you know, there's anything they're picking up, they're spraying it down. They get to the job site. They're there. They will literally go through the whole the whole inside of our trailer just with a backpack sprayer. And our trailer is probably the one they took is a about a 30 foot long trailer. Um, and we're working quite a bit through it. They're just going to go through the whole trailer, backpack sprayer. They'll have that done in about two or three minutes. Because the nice part is you don't have to wet it. You don't have to wipe it down. That's the nice thing about this. It's a non-wipe disinfectant. Spray, let it dry, and it'll do its thing. Um, and it'll do the same thing with the tools. So if we're out there and one of the contractors that are out, that's out there, it's like, hey, do you have this tool? Can I use this? Yeah, you can use it. Set it over there. You go, we let them get it. They get done using it. We bring it back. We spray it down. And, you know, by EPA regulation, uh, for true disinfection, you're supposed to, you know, it's a, a 10-minute wait time, but you spray it down, let it go, and you're back in business. And the nice part is it does not corrode. It's non-corrosive. This same chemistry was actually used to treat the Princess Cruise Line ship in Tokyo, which we're going to be end up treating some other ships as well. And the same concentration that, uh, you know, what we'd be having you guys look at using is going to be the same thing. It's going to be 100 ppm hospital-grade disinfectant. A particular ship, the reason they picked this, non-corrosive. They went through the whole thing with backpack sprayers, sprayed every surface down. After they did that, they let it dry. They walked through with foggers. And they got into a little bit more of the nook and crannies with that because they let off a little bit more gas because it, aer- it uh, atomizes the particle size, so it just releases the gas faster. And they were back in business. They went through and they killed, uh, you know, we don't have the official testing back, but they were happy with how everything went. Um, so, again, on our job site, to kind of get back to that, that literally that's what they're going to be doing. They're going to disinfect, spray stuff down. Um, you know, they, they're getting in and out uh, of any place they're worried about. They spray it on their, their boots or gloves, and they're, they're good to go. So you can spray your boots and gloves with this stuff? Yep. Okay. So I mean, uh, literally, when I tell you, I, I when I tell you, I put it on the kids' equipment. I'm oh, spraying right. this under their goalie yeah. pads, their goalie gloves, their jerseys. I mean, a hockey jersey, you know, especially goalie. Those are about two or three hundred bucks, and a little, you know, sprayed it right down. It was it was good to go. Huh. Okay. So how how um how cost effective is this solution and process? Um, it's uh, it, it all depends on what the volume or bulk you're looking at. Um, the, the, the more bulk you start breaking down your cost a little bit more, um, the per, per quarter, what you're generating, but it can be, it, it's cost effective. You're going to have some other regions that are out there that are, are cheaper, but you also have additional, um, PPE that's going to be needed. You have to have more time. And then you also leave a residual because I know people are using quadratory ammonias, but they have to be careful about is that that leaves the residual on pretty much everything. It, it can also going to be, uh, leave an effect on corrosive. That's the other issue that can occur. Same with some of the peroxide-based disinfectants. So what those kind also of, have surfactants and other components. So, Larry, what, what, what kind of PPE do you need to wear when you put this stuff on? Uh, if you're, you're going into, like, doing a large decon type thing, you know, we'll recommend, you know, you, if, like, like, people are going in to disinfect a building. Uh, they're going in and they're wearing, you know, just a respirator and a, uh, and a Tyvek. Okay. Um, but in general use, where you're using spray bottles, you just spray down what you need to use. Uh, like we have packages come in, they come in, we spray it down. We're not wearing any special PPE. Okay, so say I was a contractor and I wanted to fill a 30-gallon drum like you have at your office. I mean, just give me some idea on what, what that would cost you know, to have it effective. Yeah, so like a, 
you know, like a for a, a 5G, which will produce 13, have, 13 and a half gallons of hospital-grade disinfectant. And you have that in a drum. And by EPA rule, it's going to last you about 15 days. But if you, cor- again, store it in a proper container and, you know, in, in a in a normal room temperature, you'll get this thing to last for, you know, a good month. Um, so it actually, again, it, it works nicely that way. Um does that kind of help you there? Is it like a hundred bucks, five hundred bucks, or what? I mean, oh, the cost. Well, yeah. uh, well cost wise, well, like uh, again, a five G is going to cost around sixty nine dollars. Okay, and that's with a discount on that. And I think with the, you know, so they just divide that up by the courts. You know, it actually starts becoming you know fairly reasonable. So this stuff's pretty cost effective. What it sounds like. Yeah. To me. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know, if you just buy the bottles. Those are a little bit more expensive because you're, you know, the one you're paying for a plastic bottle and spray, which are ungodly right. expensive these right. days. You would find it hard to believe what they are. Sounds, um, sounds like you're better off. Volume. Sounds like you're better off just uh, getting some backpack sprayers and filling those uh, yeah, up. Yeah, you right? are because you can yeah. buy the, the one G's. Uh, you know, like a one G will make two and a half gallons. A five G will make thirteen and a half gallons. A yeah. twelve G will make thirty gallons. So it's just a matter of how much volume you're going to be going through. Right. Like right. A, we have a typical like a grocery store. They're actually they're probably going to set up a 30-gallon drum, and they're going to fill up backpack sprayers and and one-liter bottles that are again that are all UV protected, and they're going to the one is going to they're going to use it for spraying down their carts mm-hmm. in the store. Okay. So they'll, they'll they'll spray them out in the parking lot, but at the end of the day, if they want to spray them off in the store, they literally can. Um, I would not recommend you know if you got a large crowd in there just right. because it freaks people out when you're spraying stuff down to the backpack. But I mean, uh, you know, the kind of things outside, you bring them in. Uh, you're going to do it at the end of the day uh, when the store is shut down and they're going through the typical disinfection. You can spray down carts, you can spray down equipment. Um, here in my office, I literally, twice a day, you know, we'll, we'll go through. Um, I'll do it at midday and I'll do it at the end of the day. If we, especially if we had deliveries coming in, I spray down all the high touch surfaces, everything. We, we got blue dots and tape on everything. Okay. <laughs> uh, just we'll mist over those and same with the doorknobs, those type of things. And again, we also carry bottles in the car so that, you know, they're going anywhere. They just spray stuff down. They get anything like that. They get buy something in the store. They spray it down when they get in into the back of the car, spray down anything they pick up at Menards or Home Depot or Granger. And then it's good to go to use in the field. Okay. So, I mean, this is great information and I know that our members are all concerned about keeping their job sites safe and disinfected. And so Larry, um, what's the best way to, to reach you? Um, and do you have a website and your, your phone numbers and stuff? Can yeah. Um, well, I think the best bet is to probably just email me directly and I get the, and that is, uh, L Kinsman at ornrt.com and it's L K I S is in Sam. M-A-N at O-R-I-N-R-T dot com. Or you can just call our office or my cell number. And I think, uh, um, you want that information right now, Bob, or should I, is that something you guys might send out? Uh, we'll send it out, but go ahead and give it to me. Yeah, the office number is 608-838-6699. And so in the office here, we'll pick up. And, or you can call my cell number, which is the 608-445-7707. So what we want to make sure we do is when you order this material, especially these, you know, the 5Gs and the 12Gs, that we help you along on how to put it together appropriately. Um, it's just it's a health and safety component. It just makes things, you know, we just want everyone to be safe. And um, 
you know, that's why it's just not one of those buy online type of things. So the bottles, those so, are, you know, so those large, are different because it's a small volume. Yeah. So be, before you go there, so you don't have this in stock. So how long do you think oh, it would take? We, what? I'm sorry. It, it, it all depends on what we, we have some stuff in stock and, you know, we also have, the, we're, we manufacture in Ohio. We put some of the, some of the packaging together here. Okay. So it goes, uh, kind of goes around, but there are some of the materials we do have in stock. Okay. All right. All right. Sorry. I interrupted you, know, you there. Yeah. Especially, especially some of the bottles. What I would, right. I would probably recommend is that the, you know, they, you know, they could, uh, you know, having a combination of some of the bottles. I know we have some large utilities who are actually preferring to just buy all bottles. Um, and they're doing going that route, and they're just they're literally it's like, hey, take one, put it in the truck, take it home, do whatever you need to use, and you know use it here on the shop. You mean like a small spray bottle? Yeah, it, okay. which is a, a one liter okay. or a five hundred milliliter. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, well, this is great information, Larry. I appreciate your time today, and uh, no, yeah, I, I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, and uh, we'll share this information with our members and. Um, I appreciate you joining us today.